Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy Yannick. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. I saw an interview today about a lady uh, that broke into the house of one of our fathers in the faith, Kenneth Copeland, without an invitation. She broke into his privacy without an invitation to do an interview that was not granted before then. And there was nothing wrong with that. And now she took a phrase in a conversation that Kenneth Copeland had that I don't know where, but she took a phrase in that conversation and that was the purpose of her interview. I don't know if that was a deposition or it was even an interview. I don't know if that was a deposition or a question. There was nothing wrong with that. She wouldn't even let this old man talk. She wouldn't even let this old man finish a sentence without her cutting him and trying to just, I don't, I, I couldn't just understand. Now, long story short, the whole conversation was about him prospering. Okay. Just so you know, so when some of us gave our life to Christ, we never knew anything about prosperity. It's looking up to people like in a Copeland that we knew that God can bless. And they helped some of us to dream and to trust God for our well-being. Okay? So, I just want to give a little rundown so you can think. For those of us Christians that are joining this fight and begin to attack preachers and Christians, we are not helping ourselves. We are not building ourselves. The richest preacher in the world, according to four, has a net worth of $150 million. Need you to take note of that. The richest man in the world has a net worth, according to four, of $116 billion. Now, one billion dollars is one thousand million dollars just so you know and there are over two thousand billionaires in the world as we speak and nobody has ever said anything to the billionaires not giving to the poor or blah 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 nothing but the richest preacher in the world has has a net worth of 150 million dollars that's just no money. Everybody, a lot of people has that kind of money. A lot of people has those kind of money. This preacher in question was just a boy that was following Ora Robert in his crusade everywhere and uh, serving God himself and the wife. And they bought the property. Turns out there was natural gas in the property. He became very rich out of it. Became a millionaire, bought himself a private jet and acquired himself some things that he, he he always needed okay that was the blessings of the law how many times do you see that that you buy property and it turns out that natural gas is in it is that not the blessings of the lord yeah when he gets himself a private jet it is wrong for him to prosper yet every single artist or whatever people are not they have private jets everywhere. And 
Just so you know, in our days, it's not, it's not something big. That's just something for convenience. If you, if you, if whether you're a businessman or you're an entertainer or whatever, based on your schedule and the rate of your demand and your travels, it's convenient for you to own a private jet. It's just convenient. Okay? But it's wrong for a preacher to have a private jet. They say they don't give to the poor. I don't know if giving to the poor is becoming poor yourself. I'm so confused. All of these fathers of faith that I know that are even in the list of richest preacher, I am aware of their benevolence. I know their charity. They do give very well. Okay? Now, if you don't know about how they give, find out. They give. But giving doesn't mean you have to become poor yourself. Someone will say, oh, we have to be like Jesus. Jesus was not living a lavish lifestyle. Now let me, let me just give you a rundown of Jesus' lavish lifestyle. Jesus rode on a donkey that was never used. If you convert that to our world today, the donkey that was never used can be equivalent to a Mercedes 500 S-Class. Yet, if a preacher is riding on a Mercedes 500 S-Class today, they say he's living a lavish lifestyle. He doesn't give to the poor. Jesus went to the house of Zacchaeus because he wanted to have an executive dinner with his disciple. Yet, it's wrong when a preacher goes to eat in a lavish restaurant jesus requested for a banquet for his disciple for a chamber so he can have the last supper with his disciple if you convert that to our world today it's equivalent to a suite of at least a four-star hotel that is the that is the equivalence in our world today yet you think Jesus was not living a, life, a lavish lifestyle? Jesus, they broke a perfume at his feet that the Bible declares that it was equivalent to a year wage. Now, let me just call it, let me just put it this way. The minimum wage in America is, let me say, uh, an average person can make like 40000 a year. So Jesus used a perfume worth $40,000. And even his disciples said, couldn't that money be converted and give it to the poor? That was because they felt like the money was a lot. But this is what Jesus said, that the poor you will have always. And the Bible said, the disciple was not saying that because he cared for the poor. And I think that's the same thing happening. People attacking preachers that preachers are not giving to the poor. It's not because they really care for the poor. It's because they hate us. They hate preachers. They don't want to see preachers prosper. They don't want to see preachers being rich. They always want preachers to beg. Do you understand me? A lot of them have poor people around them and they can't even give the little they have. 
Do you understand me? Giving doesn't mean you have to become broke yourself. If Jesus promised us that he wished that we prosper and we can have children of God prospering, does that make the Bible real or fake? Yet, if a preacher is prospering, it becomes a problem. It's okay if a therapist receives money to give counsel. It's okay if a doctor receives money to do prescription or whatever. It's wrong when a preacher devote his life to study the word of God and books and focus and study and take out time to pray and entreat on God and fast just so he can get a proper focus for his people and come to church on Sunday morning and deliver virtue to the people of God. And some of them have the gift of healing and there are people that has been sick that have diseases some of them have terminal diseases that has no cure they have spent thousands and millions of dollars and they and the preachers will allow themselves to be used by god to convey healing to them and some of them are healed the preachers will deliver values to people that will make their life better and some of them it's okay when they prosper but it's wrong when the preacher get paid why are you doing this to us? So every preacher needs to be broke so the world can be satisfied. And us Christians, some of us are joining this revolution to attack preachers. Why are you doing this to us? So we can even look up to some of the fathers of faith that are prospering so we can dream and trust God for our well-being. So it's even wrong to be a preacher in our days. Why are you doing this to us? Please, family, don't join this. Don't join these battles. Don't, don't join this fight. There is no profession that I know that doesn't have fake people. And Jesus didn't say there will not be fake preachers. Just like every other profession, they have people that are not real in it. There are fake doctors just as they are fake lawyers, just as they are fake, you name it. Okay? There are more real preachers than there are fake ones. Please, just stop this. It's not helping the kingdom of God. And you Christians, don't join this. Don't do that. Okay? Maria. Okay.